Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast. So happy that you're here today. Okay, I'm T and I'm here to continue our discussion about gratitude in terms of the practices that we can implement to start to really cultivate this powerful, powerful energy of gratitude in our lives and so last time I talked to you more about the idea of it and a few quotes around it. And this time, really more about the practices. And I did remember the, uh, the author's name of that book, The Magic. Her name is Rhonda Burns. I believe it's B-Y-R-N-E-S. I could be wrong about that though. So in terms of the practices, um, and again, going back to, you know, when I was young, you know, we said grace and we said it a certain way and it became, it became very rote and I didn't really think about being grateful. I was just more interested in saying the grace so I could start eating because I was hungry. So that's, that's one way to go about it, right? But another way is to really, really feel into like, wow, I have some, I have some tea here. And I'm very excited. Actually, I'm going to fill my teacup while I'm talking to you and be very grateful that I have this tea to warm me up and to hydrate my body and maybe help it detoxify. Just all these things to be mindful of when we begin to eat or drink. That could be a practice that you decide feels right for you. Um, another one could be on waking, right? So waking up and deciding, you know what, every morning when I wake up, I mean, unless something's on fire, I am going to take five minutes and I'm going to think about what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that I opened my eyes this morning. I'm grateful because I'm going to be able to see my child. I'm grateful for this experience that I know is awaiting us, whatever it is, but just take five minutes and think about one or three things that you're grateful for. Could do that also when you're retiring and you go to bed in the evening taking five minutes or maybe 30 seconds if you fall asleep quickly, like I do, just try to take a few moments to think about what was the best part of my day today and go through and probably more than a few great parts will come up and then you get to decide which one was the best, right? That's another wonderful practice. Um, you could cultivate a gratitude practice while you're walking, right? Going for a half mile or a two mile walk, but like, what am I grateful for? And 
Here's an extra tidbit. And I actually, I believe that Rhonda in the book, The Magic does go into this a little bit, not just listing what you're grateful for, but going a step further and say, I'm so grateful for X, whatever it is, because of Y. So I could say, uh, so my husband was out leaf blowing this afternoon. I'm so grateful that my husband was leaf blowing because I know that brings him joy. That's one. I'm so grateful that my husband was out leaf blowing because he's getting fresh air, which is so good for him. I'm so grateful my husband was out leaf blowing because he was moving his body and doing some you know, doing some serious uh, lifting because that leaf blower that he carries is no, uh, is no joke. <laughs> I'm so grateful, this is number four. I'm so grateful my husband was outside leaf blowing because our yard does look really nice when you come back from a walk or when you're driving by, it looks so nice. So those are four things, those count as four because there were different reasons. So you could say, I'm so grateful for my son, or I'm so grateful for my daughter, but you could list how many reasons why. And that is what gives it power because that's what, you know, the, it, it starts you thinking about why in, in so many different directions. And that's a lot of energy. It's more specific rather than I'm so grateful for my daughter. And, and that's good too. I mean, that's a great place to start, but you can even go deeper and further and invite yourself into more of a practice with those reasons. So I love that piece. Um, another, another thing that you can do is you can bring other uh, like props into your gratitude practice. So you could say maybe it's part of your morning practice or maybe part of your evening practice. You could light a candle when you're having your tea and you could think about a few things that you're grateful for. And then lighting the candle just becomes a way for you to get yourself into that mindset and to call that energy and you know you're dropping into nice space of gratitude. Um, it could be, and I don't have a crystal right with me, but um, could be a crystal. Now I have, a, I have a really nice, I got it from my yoga studio, an aquamarine crystal that's nice and smooth and I keep it under my pillow. And so oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes when I'm going to bed, I will just I'll hold the crystal and I'll just think of those three wonderful things that happened today. And then I'll just put it right back under my bed. I'll just lie there with it. And I think, um, I think Rhonda in her book has a practice with a crystal. It might be a little bit different, but all these are fluid, whatever feels good to you, however that feels good to you. And there's another practice that you can use. <laughs> you can use anytime and you can use this when things don't seem to be going your way or the way you had planned or the way you had desired or expected them to go, it's one question. And this question is, is one of my favorites. It's what's great about this? 
And, you know, if you're not in the right space yet for that, it's okay. You might just be thinking, nothing's great about this, T. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're full of hooey. Nothing's great about this. Um, but I'll give you, I'll just give you an example that came to mind as, uh, as I was thinking about this. A number of years ago, the four of us took a trip to Hershey Park. It's not so far of, uh, of a drive for us. So we took a trip to Hershey Park. We brought the boys and I am a giant roller coaster rider. Love roller coasters. I don't care how fast they go. I don't care if they go upside down. I don't care if they spin you out crazy. I love roller coasters. So you know, and I have two boys and I was so excited for the four of us to go on these roller coasters together in two cars. You know, my husband would be with one boy and I would be with the other one and then we could switch and then I could be with my husband and it was going to be so great. And I had this all built up. So we get there and they have a lot of roller coasters there and they do a great job, of course, you know, while you're in the park marketing the roller coasters, like you have to ride you know, whatever. And they, they tell you how fast it goes and everything else. So we get there and my one son is like, yeah, this is going to be great. And my other son is like, ah, no, I don't really, I don't really feel like it. That's not my thing. And it wasn't like, I'm so scared. Help me not be scared. It was like, no, that's not really my thing. And I was like, what? Seriously? Oh no. So I'm like going in my head like, wow, this is not turning out how I thought. Are you kidding me? What, how can this be? I had this whole thing planned. Duh. And I did ask myself this question. I asked myself, what is great about this? How could this be great? And I remembered that when we had passed, like it was kind of towards the, the entry of the park when we had passed the um the place where they you know sometimes they have at at uh, amusement parks where you can get your caricature drawn well my my son was like wow that looks like a lot of fun that would be great i would love that and you know we're like yeah yeah that that sounds great but like let's you know we got rides to ride here so let's get on this and so you know we went about our experience that was the son who was not so into roller coasters. So what could be great about this? So I said to my husband who also loves roller coasters, I said, you know, why don't, you know, why don't you guys ride the coasters? Um, there's, there's some lines, so it's gonna take you a while. And then we will go back and we'll get, uh, we'll get that caricature that he was looking for done. And so, I took a moment, let it come to me and created that experience. And that was, I, I can't remember how many years ago, maybe five years ago, something. That caricature is still in his closet where he can see it's hanging up. And, you know, his closet is actually kind of part of his room. There's no door. So you can see it. And every time I see it, I just think, you know, thank goodness that I took a moment. Um, so that's a really powerful question. What is great about this? Or what could be great about this? Because there are endless possibilities. And the possibility 
that I had envisioned of the four of us having this grand time on the roller coasters together was just one of so many possibilities. So that question can help us unwind ourselves a little bit and open to something else. And um, I'm pretty sure I took a few breaths in there to help uh, open myself and, and open to other possibilities. So that's, uh, I'm trying to see, is there anything else that I wanted to say here? Um, you know, there is one more thing about gratitude. It's about, you know, us feeling and expressing gratitude, right? Um, opening to other possibilities. And there's the other piece of this because there is no giving without receiving. There's no receiving without giving. So when other people express their gratitude to us, we can really honor that and allow that. And if you are a woman between the ages of 18 and 118, <laughs> I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, at some point in your past, perhaps someone gave you a compliment, whether it was about your hair or your outfit or your makeup or your handbag, whatever it was that was something about your person as you moved through the world. Oh, I love that shirt. There may have been a time where you deflected that, right? And you didn't express the appreciation for that compliment that they were trying to give. They were trying to give that. So there's so many ways we do this, right? Like, oh, this old thing, oh, I, it's five years old. I got it at Target off a clearance rack and we diminish. And a lot of times we have great intentions for that, but we're not honoring the compliment that was given. Like, oh, thank you so much. I feel great when I wear this, whatever it is. So expressing gratitude comes in lots of different flavors. So that's the last thing I wanted to leave you with. Would love to hear about any type of experience or gratitude practice that you are thinking about implementing, that you've already implemented, whatever stage you're at, I would love to hear about it. And I'm going to say right now, it's 2020. We are moving into the holidays, anyone who comes in to the Relational Parents Facebook group between now and the end of 2020, I, am, I want to hear from you. I, I want to give you a reason to say thank you to me. So I have something for you. If you will share with us, your gratitude practice. I have something for you. Um, it will require that you share with me, not with the group, your, um, your snail mail address, because it's actually something that I physically want to send to you for fun. So I'll leave you with that. Sending so much love and gratitude that I 
yet to be here and gratitude for you listening and or watching. Sending lots of love. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent energy tuning.